Oh, first, before we do this, I did my yearly PAX thing of of um, searching Ken Levine's name just to see, just in case he's on a panel. Uh-huh. And I got like a hit this year, uh-huh. but it was a description that had Ken Levine in it. <laughs> That's just what was very disappointing. That's cruel. joining us everybody welcome to the forecast episode 56 um if this is your first time joining us welcome this is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other thursday we're a group of people who love talking about all kinds of things from board games to video games to film tv to what we're doing uh and this just so happens to be a very special podcast this is our pre-pp not to be confused with our pre-pup which has to do with pax unplugged this is our pre-podcast for pax east 2018 uh, which kind of snuck up on us, actually. I wasn't even Very thinking about so. PAX until just the last two weeks, realizing that we needed to have a pre-PP. So oh, I was keeping an eye on it. Don't worry. The pre-PP is a podcast you. produced annually by the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check so in accurate. once a year. So or is it, is it like, twice a year now? It's, it's Well, it's technically twice, but it's is a once a year. And the okay, pre-PUP is once, pre-pub once, presumably is once, a year, once a year. Although it's only the first annual this past... November. That's, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> so, uh, similar to the last couple of years, we've we've all spent time at PAX. Um, Alex and I have been going for... Is this our no sixth idea. year? I think this is our sixth year. You guys are so old. Regardless, I feel like we've <laughs> done a very good job of getting people to go up until this year. Last year, we had 16 people. This year, we only have eight. But I, get th- I guess that's because all you the scrubs who can't handle away? four days <laughs> are like, nah, man, I can't afford that. A lot of people just have things going on this year. That's just lame. Like Tim's getting right? married soon. Tim's getting married? <laughs> I got a wedding Shut invite. Up. It was crazy. Did you? <laughs> That's so cute. Wait. I know. And I was like, are you going? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you got you a wedding totally invite? Go. I didn't get a wedding invite. Freaking <laughs> well, A, Tim. He called me and asked me for my address. And I was like, this is the most awkward conversation I've ever had with Tim. Wait, every conversation I have with Tim is <laughs> yes, awkward. Never mind. Sure. Yeah. I feel like Tim thrives on having awkward conversations. He does. It's, it's yeah. kind of his MO. He does a really good job at it. Is he getting uh, married during PAX? He's... Yeah. No. It's not that good. But he just has a lot of expenses this year, so he doesn't yeah. want to go to PAX. Frickin' A. I think he's getting One married in May. I feel like June. it's May. That is June. Okay. That sounds... June. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's June. That's right. Have they been Jake's engaged right. for like two years? Like They've six been engaged years. for a while, my dude. <laughs> like a long time. <laughs> okay. Um. So back to the pre-PP. Uh, here's what we're going to do like we've done the last couple of years. We love just kind of breaking down the schedule a little bit, talking about the things we're going to go to so that when we do the post-PP, we can tell you that we didn't go to any of those and all we did was play games the whole time. Um. Yep. Which is just just how it works. Although this year, it's I feel fun. like I feel, I feel like I'm gonna try and go to some panels like every I mean, year. It's, so it's we'll see what happens. Unplugged probably because unplugged. Oh. None of us went to any panels. Why would you go to a panel at unplugged? <laughs> Why? Just no. Oh, there could be good ones. Who no. knows? No. No. Also, I don't want to mess up your flow of going right into this. Do we still want to do? What have you been playing? Oh, you know we could still do. What have you been playing? We should probably still do that. We should no, still do. That. What have you We're been not playing? Doing it. <laughs> 
No, we're Cancel doing it. it. Oh god. <laughs> um. Yeah. Who should we start with here? Let's just start with. Let's go alphabetic. I'll start. This is weird. Oh, I How started before. I know. <laughs> um. I have been playing two things. Uh. One of which is Heroes of Hammer Watch. Been playing that a lot with Caleb and Alex. Um. Alex, you're the one who found this game, right? Yeah. Game is freaking great. <laughs> I don't know what I like about it so it's, much. It's but. the the sequel to the game entitled Hammerwatch. Ah, yeah. But it's is online a, multiplayer. Yeah, which is a big. Did we ever plus. confirm Hammerwatch is just local? It's just local, right? It used to be just local. I, they okay. could have updated it to add online at some point, but Hammerwatch is kind of similar, except for I don't think it was randomly generated. If I remember correctly, that sounds right. And there was not really any progression besides just like, I think you had like some character ability stuff, but there wasn't like a town to upgrade. Like this, mm-hmm. there's like so much stuff to upgrade in Heroes of Hammer Watch. There's also a lot of depth to the game itself. Like we just now made it to the third tier levels, which is yep. only two bosses. And we've been playing for, I mean, I don't know. We're still I feel like you guys have close to 20 plus hours on your. I've on got the about game. 20, I think. Yeah. I probably have close to 10, so. But the game is just, it's just fun. You know, it's, um, it's a very... The dungeon crawl. Yes. Before uh, you start trying to describe it as a I was gonna FPS say, or something. No, I'm not going to start as FPS. <laughs> no. It's a top-down. No. Um, well, it is top-down. It's a good, it is a, a good start. <laughs> it is a top-down dungeon crawl, uh, sort of pixel art-y. Pixel art-y? Is that what you would call that? that yeah, uh-huh, sure. absolutely. It uses uh-huh. pixel art, yeah. Yes. Like 8-bit. Um, yeah, sure. 8 bitty. Like more crunchy. Don't put it. Don't put it. I like putting I like putting Ys on it. Um, but yeah, I, game's just great. Um, it's got an t- absolute ton of replayability so far. Um, we haven't made it past the third boss, like I said. So we'll see how it continues to go as we play. The other thing I've been jumping back into is I decided to re-download and play through Doom again. Oh, like the original Doom? Nope, the new <laughs> one that came out in 2016. Uh, newish one. Because I wanted to play through on Nightmare Mode. They have a new mode that specifically, if you die, you just restart the entire game and it puts a place marker where you made it to. Oh, God. That's hilarious. That game is so freaking hard on Nightmare. Weird. Wait, have you been playing the mode... Where you started no. back at the beginning? Okay. No, I'm going to beat it on Nightmare first, and then I'm going to just... I'm, I'm going to Dark Souls it at that point, and just... It's going to be horrendous, so... Would you call it the Dark Souls of first-person shooters? What? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Alec, cool. <laughs> uh, here's a hammer watch, like we said, and um, me and Caleb started playing a little bit of uh, A Way Out. A Way Out came out. Yeah. Stop. Which is? It's A Way Out. <laughs> A Way Out is a game completely designed around co-op. You cannot play it not in co-op. Um, it's always split screen or some segment of screen or you're both looking at the same screen. Every like game the is cam- some segment of screen, my dude. Like the, uh, the, <laughs> the, camera, like, <laughs> the camera dynamically shifts. Like if, if your part that you're doing is more important at that point, you'll take up like two thirds of the screen or something. And then like the other person will be in this like little sliver on the left or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just like something that you're both in camera for or is very important, it'll take up the whole screen or it'll just be cut down the middle if you're both doing equally important tasks. But basically like you're two convicts that are in a prison, you figure out a way to bust out of prison. 
and we broke out of prison relatively quickly and then we thought the game was going to be over but it's actually not so that's cool <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's just like you're working together to complete tasks like at one point we had to have somebody distract some guards while another person like went and gathered some tools or something and like smuggled them out of like uh i don't know like some area like a laundry the laundry at the prison or something monaco-esque no like this is full <laughs> like, oh my gosh yeah. swinging a mess <laughs> this is like full like um full 3d model like uh i don't know like gta style gameplay i guess except for not shooting and stuff except for i did shoot a little <laughs> bit in that one part you did once I don't know. I mean, like, some... what do you call that? Like, regular so character RPG. person movement. No, you nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> regular Third character person, person just three D, three D, not full three D movement. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Non isometric. <laughs> yeah, just go through all the <laughs> like, modes. <laughs> full all the things that it's not. Person. I'm just gonna send out a spreadsheet from now on. You guys are just gonna <laughs> click radio buttons for like what specifically the type of game it is before I start asking questions. This and then this I'm is the game. Definitely gonna ask not what it is. This is the game that if you've seen the clips of like the dude freaking out on stage at like E3 or at the Game Awards or whatever, talking about how amazing his game is and nobody could possibly not like it. <laughs> it's that game. I already yeah. don't like it. That's <laughs> some really cool stuff. So first of all, it's only like it was thirty bucks, right? Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. And yeah. um, if you buy it, you can let anyone play with you for free. Oh, like you just go invite them, and they don't have to buy the game, and they can play with you for free, which is really cool because you know you have to play it two player. And it has a couple really cool segments that we did. The first one is we got in this prison brawl, sort of, and it kept. It was one big cutscene. It wasn't split screen. And it kept moving back and forth between the two characters doing quick time events during this fight. And I felt like they could have done a little bit better on that. Because I don't, Alex, did you feel like when I was punching people or when you were punching people that I was also doing quick time events like in the background? That's what I expected at um, first. But then I could actually see her. So it was weirder. No. I don't, no. I, I mean, it would have been. It was even definitely cooler. flipping back and forth between us. It wasn't like. Right. Right. We were doing stuff simultaneously. If while we were fighting, we were doing stuff simultaneously, and you could see the other person like doing it in the background. Yeah, I feel like that had been really. Neat, but it was still cool the way they did it. It was still cool because you were waiting for your your key press to pop up, but you weren't like you weren't quite ever sure if it was going to be you next or if it was going to be me next. Right. And so, like, it gave you that little bit of tension in a quick time event that's not usually there. Mm-hmm. And then we had this one segment where I was driving a truck and Alex was shooting a bunch of cops who were chasing us and he was in the back of the truck with a shotgun. Stinking laying waste of cops. Which that there's was been fun. like no murder, like no killing people at all in this game so far. And then we got to this one part and I'm just freaking murdering cops <laughs> left and right. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a little bit out of like the scope or the tone of this game, I think. I don't know. But it was it was a cool sequence. Yeah. Oh, you were driving together. crazy. It was very hard. We I did play music to. together. The freaking cop cars smashed into the back of us <laughs> so hard. Uh, it's a cool game. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing? Dota. Caleb? 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 Uh, yeah, so uh, I recently signed up. Are we on Caleb? The... Who are we on? We were it was on, on Alex. Me. Okay, that was well, it. we're done with Alex anyway. 
Oh, Intuitive. I, I recently signed up for the what's the origin or not origin? What's the EA thing, Alex? The EA? What's the thing? No, the not Xbox EA. Game Pass. Xbox. Thank you. Xbox. Goodness Game gracious! Pass. Don't even know what you're signed up Guys, for. Origin EA. But it's a free trial for 14 days, and this game Recore is on it, which I meant to try a while ago, but I never did. Um, and it's pretty neat, kind of sandbox style RPG. Um, you have a little robot sidekick, and you run around shooting a bunch of rogue robots. And you get new robot side kits, kicks that have different um, abilities. And it's pretty cool. Isn't, I enjoy it. Isn't that the game they just like didn't finish? Like the third first, act of? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I, I hear so. anyway. I haven't made it up. Well, the the edition now, that you can but... get on that service now is called the Definitive Edition. And it talks ah. about how it adds a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, basically it came out not done. Uh, Jake, what have you been playing? So, um, as you guys at least know, I've moved recently, so I didn't mm-hmm. really have my computer. So I've been playing a lot on my DS, and the game that I really got hooked on was, it's called 999. It's like, um... Like N-E-I-N? Like 9. Like the number 9. Oh. <laughs> but three of them. <laughs> if you've heard of like the non-airy game series uh the most recent one was like zero escape time dilemma i think is what it was called mm-hmm. uh but this is like the very very first one they made in that series and it's nine people nine hours nine doors i believe but it's like a visual novel escape the room game and the hmm. plot is like you and nine other people get trapped on the ship and you have nine hours to get out or you'll die. And that's more or less it. And you basically, you go through these doors, and each one is like a little self-contained escape the room puzzle. And you solve it, and you get through, and you just keep doing that. But what I just found out is, you're not guaranteed to get the good ending, because I just finished it, and I got stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) Which was kind of a kick in the teeth. That sucked a lot. But now I'm like replaying it allegedly with my old memories to like try to get the good ending. I died a second time last night, <laughs> so hopefully third time's the charm. We're getting there. Mm. Nice. Can't you, like, isn't, like, one of the mechanics you can, like, skip two decision points or something? Or, yeah, like, certain you can, chapters? you can, like, fast forward all the visual novel stuff that you've already seen, which helps a lot. Because, like, my second playthrough was, like, two hours, maybe. Like, it was nothing. Because it was just like, okay, skip all the crap I've already seen. Just show me the new stuff. Right. Because there's also a lot of parts where, like, I know I said you go through doors, but there's, like... So there's certain rules about going through the doors. So basically there's points where it's like, well, do you want to go through door A or door B? If you go through door A, you're going to be with these people and door B, you're with these people. And so I basically was just, you know, making all the opposite decisions to see what I missed. And it's it's really good. I think the writing's really good. It's really intense. Although now that I've died twice, it's a little less intense. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've always heard really good things about it. And I always, always said I wanted to go play it, but I just never have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm it's, very curious now. It's tough because the series, I think the next two, uh, Virtue's Last Reward and that other one I mentioned, uh, Zero Time, Zero Time Dilemma, Dilemma, are both on PC. If I'm not so mistaken, this one is, is DS only. Two now. Oh, is it? They, I didn't know Steam, that. On Steam, there's a Zero Escape the Nonary Games, and it, it contains 999 and Virtue's Last Reward. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I actually didn't know that. Well, cool. I would recommend it if you're if this sounds interesting. It does sound very interesting. Hmm. I I quite like it. It's not wow. especially hard. The escape the rooms are usually pretty easy, but I feel like that's 
how they go a lot at the time. Yeah. Steam says it's similar to One Shot and Undertale. See, my Steam says it's similar to Doki Doki Literature Club, which I don't think it is. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, I guess it's like kind of anime and people do die. Spoiler alert for both games, I guess. But It's a visual novel and there's like horror elements to it. I guess. Yeah, so people do explode, like literally explode. Um, yeah, that sucks. So... Uh, to move into kind of our, our sort of PAX East stuff, we can start talking about that. Um, I want to kind of break it down into about five, I think five different categories. Things happening outside of PAX, I want to go over like um, just kind of what we're doing. Talk a little bit about panels, a little bit about tourneys, even though I'm pretty sure like normal, I don't think anybody's actually playing any again. Owen's not going this year, so, you know, there's not going to no be magic. magic. Kevin's not going this year, so... No magic. Ben is going, so there will oh, be magic. Ben is going, there oh, will be magic. That's yeah. right. Never mind. Get okay. shit on. Um, wow. I want to talk about booths real quick, and then just maybe some other stuff that we're sort of looking forward to. Does that sound like a good breakdown? Yay? Nay? Maybe? I don't know. Okay. Sure. 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 Go for it. Yeah. Let's well, do it. the first thing I wanted to highlight is I've really been looking to... We have a, uh, a specific group going this year that's really key on um, spending time like just sort of as the group. We're not broken up into two spots. So, uh, which is really freaking wow. annoying. I hated that last year. No offense, that was nice. Um, so a couple of things I've really, I've really been thinking about is actually going and doing some of the outside of PAX party stuff that they do. Mm. Um, one of which uh, I was reading through is this thing called Game Over, um, which they're doing sort of two weekends in a row. But the one thing I want to let you know, Jake, is Anamanaguchi is going to be there playing <sighs> the thirtieth and the thirty first. Which is this weekend? No, for the same <laughs> event that's going to continue into PAX. So I was very upset because I started reading Anamanaguchi and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this will be great!" But that's that's not really what they're <laughs> going to be doing. They're they're playing now, and then they're sort of moving into um, like they're going to have this thing uh, where it's this is how they describe it: a part arcade gaming installation, part synthwave faux retro eighties infused nightclub. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. So I'm so not wait, really sure what all that is. Did you write that description? I think <laughs> I could have. Oh, man. So wait, but they're going to be in Boston like during PAX. So they are going to be there, but prior to PAX. I don't know if they're going to continue to be there. Maybe they're playing somewhere else. Maybe you should look up their well, schedules. Here's, here's an Maybe interesting be there thing for, yeah. about the Friday night concerts is that it's listed as a mystery. Oh, well, it definitely uh, could be them. That's just something that could happen. So... As a part of this thing, um, they have like a 23,000 square foot facility they're running out for this Game Over event, and they have 75 arcade games, one of which is an HD cabinet that contains Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Heck yeah. <laughs> which I figured you might be excited about, Alex. Um, but they're also going to do... I would not do... be anybody that played me at No, you wouldn't. That's okay. I've yet have to fun. win a single game online <laughs> in that game. How many online <laughs> games have you played? I don't know. Matches. Pl plenty at this point. Yeah. Enough to realize you suck. That's okay. I understand. How many hours do I have in this game? I have 17 hours in this game. I have not won a oh, single time. Alex. Online. Okay. That is harsh. <laughs> Game's um, hard. The other thing, Jake, have you ever listened to Power Glove? I have not. It sounds okay. familiar, though. They're the other band that's playing, that's going to be playing during the. They're, they're having like a cosplay thing. So it's like a stretched over, like. 
four days, I guess. It's the 30th and 31st, and then they're having a couple days at the beginning of April, too. Fourth, fifth, and sixth, it looks like. So, anyway. Um, it sounds cool. There's also, like, a huge list, and I'll send you guys this. There's a big list of, like, all kinds of different uh, PAX events that are happening outside of PAX. Some of which are just like, why would I ever go to an annual pre-PAX dinner that cost me $41 plus $2.67 in fees? <sighs> yeah, no. Um, but they why do, do they need that $2.67? I can't I discover know. that. I don't know. But they do have a pre-PAX board game night. The game over thing you see on Thursday, April 5th is what I'm talking about. That's where, um, or Friday is the one where their uh, Power Glove is playing. Uh, Acer Predator is apparently doing an after party at a freaking club in Boston. <laughs> at the Royal Club. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to be showing on their monitors, Alex. Uh, you need to give me a 144 hertz 4K monitor with G Sync. <laughs> Maybe Suicide talk Girls about Blackheart Burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting event. Uh huh. Also happens to be at the Royal Nightclub. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I figured we might look through this at some point. Maybe try to go do one thing because we've never actually done. It. It's been six years. We've never gone and done anything outside of like any event-wise thing outside of just specifically packs. My vote's the burlesque show. Is it? <laughs> Is that your vote? Drinks okay, and dragons made up. Yeah, that one. That one sounds intense. That's just in the <laughs> middle of like a not a park, but like a where. Yeah, a square, Central square, Central square. Like we can't get all these people inside of a a restaurant. It'll be weirded out. Um. Okay. So, regardless, take a look over it. Let's think about something we might try to go to and see if we can go and and check it out and put in and and give some commentary back on how good it was or how terrible it was because I'm sure some of them will probably be terrible. I'm sure most of them are terrible. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, Pre-packs board game night. Hello. Yeah, that, that one doesn't cool. sound terrible at all. Yeah. No, I'm already of bored. Course. That's <laughs> <laughs> that wow. was at the Westin Waterfront, which is the one right next yeah. to. So you know, unfortunate. So let's jump in and talk a bit about schedule. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to break it down into segments. I'm just going to talk about we'll, we'll we'll jump into morning, afternoon, and then evening, and that'll be split up from ten to we'll just call it ten to noon, noon to. Five and five to nine? Sure. That works, right? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to talk about... We're definitely going to highlight some of the big things that are going on, but I if you guys have anything you're looking at in those scheduled times, speak up. Otherwise, I will move on. Oh. And one not thing talk about what you want to talk about. What? Across Caleb? all the days. Have you seen the new Jam Space thing they got? Jam Space. Nope. It's just people... I think it's just like... Music all the time, different bands. There's like an open jam session every morning. Oh, a jam sesh? Should I bring my yeah. bass? <laughs> it seems <laughs> interesting. I, I figure Jake might care because he might have. They might have bands that you like. Hasn't the jam space? Hasn't the jam space been a thing before? Has, I like it has. I've never seen it on the schedule. If it's a thing, I don't think so. It was there last year. Really? Was it? Yeah, because they had like. Uh, it's not necessarily like big name bands. It's just like random groups. Yeah, that's kind of what I expected. Yeah, I saw Power uh, that I think sign up can play. Blue Milk Run. 
Sounds good. Shit, I love <laughs> them. <laughs> okay, so specifically, let's talk about panels. We'll get to tourneys and booths and other stuff in a minute. Uh, let's talk about panels uh, starting with Thursday morning. Anybody going to anything specific? I'm not going to be there Thursday morning. Story time's happening. <laughs> Jake's not going to be there for like the first two days. That's true, Jake. Are you actually going to story time, Alex? I, th- I think it'd be interesting. Do you think somebody's going to be like, yo, so what do you think about Fortnite? <laughs> of course. <laughs> first of all, I should yes. mention the story time session is with uh, the guy who created Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Never heard of it. Brendan uh, no. Green. Player Unknown himself. <laughs> yes, this is true. He's player known now. Is he known? He's known oh, very well so... across the world at this point. You're, you're so you're so smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I have any desire to go to that one. I have absolutely no desire. It's the only reason I'm not going Thursday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined all of Thursday for you. That Fish, panel. Yeah. yeah, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, also starting at 1030 is Watch the Sky's Mega Game. Oh, nice. Yeah, I really would like to do a mega game. Do you think they're going to be just like crazy busy? I don't like know. They were there's two of them unplugged. here at PAX. There's Watch the Skies and there's Future Tense. Future uh, Tense is also at Unplugged, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Watch the Skies, if you go look at the description, it says, note the previously scheduled full playthrough of Watch the Skies for this time slot has been canceled, but then it still exists on the schedule and still has the full description and everything. <laughs> So I don't know about that. Okay. Um, so Future, Future Tense, Tense says that you can register Thursday morning, I think, and it's on Sunday. Okay. Nice. So well, maybe we, we should try to register. I mean, we have to do that. four days of playing video games. We might at some point want to do something else. Sorry, James. Why? Some Why? of us have 40 days of playing video games. Shut up. It's a 40-person <laughs> game, that one. Okay. So with about you know, 70,000, 80,000 people, maybe we'll get the 40 slots there. <laughs> yeah I think there's more than 70,000 you think oh yeah they were at like 65,000 when they like three or four years ago when they stopped saying numbers because they surpassed PAX West PAX Prime I'm sure they well exceeded that at this point uh, anybody else for Thursday morning nope Thursday afternoon 12 to 5 so I don't know. I don't, I'm not actually going to go to this one, but there's one called "How to Network When You're Awkward as Heck," and that just sounds great. That's a good one to have there. <laughs> sounds know? very necessary. Yeah, exactly. Like I, wonder, I wonder if they're going to have like actual, like actionable skills taught at that thing <laughs> that you could use. <laughs> Might be uh, good for some people to go to. Off too nice. Too bad you're missing. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm kind of curious about this. Can fan fiction can fan fiction teach us about the official Zelda timeline? The answer to which seems pretty simple. No. No. <laughs> how, how would that even work? It doesn't make sense. Panel canceled. We figured it out. Yeah, guys. I puzzled it out. We don't need it. Oh, uh, gosh. 12.30 p.m. Behind the Sounds Game Audio Deep Dive. Ooh. Yeah, that one sounds so cool. Yeah. So I saw one- that too, because... They're doing they're doing uh, Firefall and Hyperlight Drifter and Destiny. Yep, and like um, several other things, Bioshock Infinite, Ratchet and Clank, yeah. League, of Le- League of Legends. They say they're going to dissect a piece um, from each of the panelists' work 
and reveal like how it was designed how like Seems the sound really effect cool. was designed or whatever sounds awesome yeah, yeah. time is that 12 30 that's a 12 30 we're all sitting here like a mark in our schedules right now look how cool that right now seems cool uh there's one i had on here like this play that where they talk about a bunch of AAA blockbuster games, and then they sort of follow those down rabbit holes into these really obscure games that might be worth playing. Oh, which seems vaguely interesting. I don't know if it's gonna. It, it, I feel like it's in one of those spots where it's gonna be really good or not at all. Like right. four play romance and games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at that one and I was like, I'm not sure if it'll be good or not. Uh, I, I was looking at, I kind of want to go to Creators, Secrets, and Games, or How to Unlock Ermac and Super Mario 2 using the Sega 32X. Such <laughs> 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 a long name for a panel. Uh, this panel sounds awesome also. They're talking about like secrets and games, from anything from like ARGs, like complex, like out of game stuff, to just like passwords or cheat codes or whatever. And it's going to be like secrets that are hidden that nobody knows about yet that only the designers know that they've put in their games mm. so like things that they coded in that nobody's found yet or something like that sounds awesome that does sound cool if they don't talk about uh binding of isaac even for a second i'll be upset or if they don't talk about what's that other game? Dirt, the one that has like the thing where the guy's gonna show up at the Eiffel Tower in a hundred years. What? What is this? Have you never heard about that? No. No. What? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm gonna have to look up the game. I'm not. It's probably not. Let me dirt. think about it for a second. I don't remember what <laughs> it was. All I remember is dirt <laughs> and mountains, and then like people had to like dig around within like the map. And they eventually found a specific key that unlocked a box. And in that box, that there's a physical box that's going to show up on this specific date, like 100 years from when it was found. So, like, extends beyond the lifetime of people who would have played the game. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> cool, cool. That's, um, no. That's I don't like that. I, hope, no. I wonder if they'll talk about Doki <laughs> Doki. Why would the freaking maybe? Why would the puzzle exist outside of a span of time <laughs> that people that are invested in it could see it pay off? Oh, it seems very silly. Stupid. Because then people who cared about it are dead, and people who <laughs> I'm, the only people who are going to pick it up are people who don't care about that. Right. Unless your right. game transcends like decades. They're they're really hoping. <laughs> um, who mentioned talking to Dark Souls fans as the Dark Souls of talking earlier? Was that you, <laughs> Jake? I believe it was oh, Alex. Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's just a what, funny concept. What a great for... panel name! Everything's the a Dark Souls of everything nowadays, except for Dark Souls. Dark Souls is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't think is that there, counts. Wait, is there like a most hard Dark Souls game that is considered the Dark Souls of the Dark Souls series? Oh. Man, you just blew my mind. 
think there is. Is Demon Souls actually the Dark Souls of the Dark Souls franchise? I thought it was the first Dark Souls. That would be funny. (laughs) Just original Dark Souls. Souls. Let's take a rabbit trail. (laughs) One second. Here we go. Found it. It's Trials Evolution. It's the Dark Souls of Dark Souls? No, no, no. Trials Evolution is the game with the (laughs) ARG. Oh, Oh, really? They found the key. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely insane. They like sent people around the world to different locations to actual dig up physical boxes that were buried in the ground. Inside of those boxes were keys. And then those keys like specifically are supposed to be brought to the same place at the same time to unlock a thing. And that's supposed to happen. I don't even remember when it is. Like I said, I think it's like a hundred years from that date. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, the four keys unlock something at the base of the Eiffel Tower in the year 2113 in August. That's so Great. stupid. Yeah. There you go. You can read that article at some point. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway, back to uh, Thursday afternoon. Anything else anybody saw? Nope. Okay. Let's There's, jump on a Thursday. What? Isn't there acquisitions else? that day? It's in the evening. Oh. Yeah, let's jump on a Thursday yeah. evening. Anything in the evening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, there's which video games or which games belong in the video game canon, which seems interesting. It's all of them. I, <laughs> I mean, they I think all we're talking get to about be in there. which of the games are like must play video games. But I feel like that's just going to end up being all of the games that I are like already in my played. favorites. Yeah. Plus like a couple others that I'll probably never play. Basically just defining which games were like game changers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, probably, cool. it's probably going to be just a lot of like, oh, you remember Zelda? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know Zelda. I feel like that's what these kind of things usually boil down to. Yeah, it probably will be that. Just like nostalgia bait. Yep. And then, yeah, there's, there's Acquisitions Inc. That, yep. Late that night, like 8 o'clock. Oh, rip my life. Uh, it's, um... Um... God. What's his Penny Arcade name? It's Gabe that's doing that's the DM this time. And it looks like they're doing a battle royale. Mike? Yeah. yeah. They're doing a battle royale as like their thing. Oh. Okay, that sounds pretty dope actually. D and D battle royale. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Oh, it sounds really cool. Yeah, how long were you yeah, guys in saying... line to watch Acquisitions Inc. last time? Not that long. I don't remember waiting for anything especially long. Yeah, no. Really? Man. Wasn't that the one that we didn't get into, Alex? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. This time it's on Thursday, though, so normally it's been on Sunday afternoon. Is that right? That sounds right, yeah. Or Saturday night. So hopefully we just have less people there on Thursday. That's a good point. I wonder how Thursday is going to be in general. Like, I wonder if the show floor is going to be as crowded as usual. Since it's, like, clearly in the work week. Description, they're getting dropped onto a magical island to battle 96 foes for the most cherished of all prizes, chicken dinner. Love well, it. I mean, so, at this great. point, they still have badges available for Thursday. So yeah. They're wow. not even marked as low on the site, which is incredible. Yeah. So it, it might may be the best being... day to like mm-hmm. actually go on the show floor. Yeah, Sorry, Jake. Do, do the yeah, big screw stuff, you guys. Really. You know what? You have to <laughs> you report back to me about what's good. <laughs> I got two worry. days for this shit. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because I think most of the panels that I'm interested in are on Thursday. Yeah. Really? You guys barely you know, named any panels. 
One thing like we have not not interested in that many panels. Yeah, <laughs> one, not this year. One thing we haven't mentioned is um, on six at six p.m. on the first day is Megathon Round One. Jo- Johan Sebastian Joust. And yeah, that's gonna one be of the guys tabletop tourneys, right? Or tourneys, we're going with is Gosh. an Omega Knot. So I feel like yeah, Sam's an Omega Knot. Is he? Kind of yeah. have to go watch. Here's the thing. Yeah, we no, go. we don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be kicked out before Jake gets there. Probably. <laughs> yeah, all the good stuff. So he has played. So they're doing um, Johan Sebastian Joust. They're doing. Uh, what's the second game they're doing? Mow it's a weird it one. something. Mow it, throw it or something like that. Yeah. And then the third one is the battleship. Like the commander one. What's it? It's Captain Sonar. Captain, yeah, Captain Sonar. Sonar. So and then there's a fourth unnamed one as of yet. Yes. The final one. I think they ever reveal that one last minute anyways but anyway i i don't think i've ever been to an actual megathon i have not yeah, I haven't. Hmm. how many people uh, do they select they i want to say 16 16 people yeah, out of like that about that out of the tens of thousands that ordered tickets but yeah. a lot of people will probably select not to sign up to be an omega not and it's only the people who actually physically buy the tickets it can register to be an Omega Knot. So it just so happened that this year, Sam and Cassie bought all eight tickets because they got in before I did. So he was probably on four, if not all eight of them. He's saying you're you're bitter because yeah. you every year I sign up, I'm like, yes, I want to be an Omega Knot. And I write a big, long note about why I haven't won anything since I was like 14 and I Do won seven really? free Johnny really? Outs sprites no in a row. No wonder they don't pick you. You're yeah. whining. So <laughs> No, I don't want this guy. He's just going like, to whine when he loses. He'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else for Thursday night? Yeah, so that sound design one from earlier is on this day, but then there's also one at 6.30 called Sound Design Live. Watch us recreate video game sounds. Yeah. Which also sounds awesome. <laughs> They're going to take popular video game sounds and like actually make them on the fly. I guess it's what it sounds like. Stuff from Overwatch, Mario, League of Legends. Using regular items like dining silverware, balloons. Maybe <laughs> even amazing. a prop item something. If you ever watch them made like do sound design, like they use such like primitive items in general. Right. They did a nine percent invisible did a podcast one time about designing sound for Everything that happens in a movie outside of like, you know, just speaking and music. And it's amazing the stuff they use. Just like people walking around on like sand or concrete is a very simple task for them to do in the studio. I would see a bunch of like people like when you take a hit in something and then like they need to create a sound effect for that. It's like celery being being twisted or something like <laughs> like some lettuce hitting like a cutting board or something like that. Yeah. Um anything else for Thursday night? There is also at 9 p.m. the improvised postmortem. That seems weird. It seems weird. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. It just caught my eye. It's they are making up video games and then like improvising a postmortem on them. Like, for instance, why was Attack of the Kitchen Ghost such a success? Why did Taco Teen fail in the European market? Like they're doing oh, like an improv comedy show sort of thing. But this like, is Pat Bear, the guy who does 
the Pet Bears poster uh, yeah. video game idea. Um, oh, is that the same right. guy? No, I don't think that's the same guy. He that's was part him. of it one year at least. UCB Theater. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Daniel. Regardless, it sounds like a interesting idea. Is it just going to be a bunch of people standing in a line up at a microphone and responding to questions? Yeah, well, I think it's just going to be the the hosts that are coming up with the stuff. Maybe they'll get right. suggestions for game titles or something from the mm-hmm. crowd. But they have Jeff Jeff Gerstman from Giant Bomb, Dave Lang. Oh, Giant Bomb's going to be Iron there. Galaxy. Eric I just Pope. remembered I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> you just remembered you're not going to be there on Thursday? Yeah, weird. Weird that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the last one for Thursday night for me. Um, I think that's all we got for Thursday. Let's move on to Friday morning. Anybody have anything Friday morning? I don't really no. see anything. Um, something, I think. Why is there a whole panel about them opening jam? That sounds really stupid. Never mind. <laughs> just standing on the stage. It's like a really complicated jar of jam to open. I think it's just really on there, you know? People <laughs> just go up there and they're like, oh, <gasps> damn, I can't. That's why you just you just bring one of those things you mount to the underneath of your cabinet and it has the little teeth on it. Oh my gosh, those are so great. <laughs> um, I don't really think there's anything for Friday morning. Uh, Friday afternoon? Say- uh, are we doing afternoon and evening separate? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so at one thirty, there's video game music theory one hundred and one. Yep. Were you gonna say that one? Yeah, I was. You're very excited about all of the a lot music of audio things. stuff this year. <laughs> there's a really good one later that I'm very excited for, but we'll get to that. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, this the music theory one. Just it's music theory. Yeah. That that's all. <laughs> but but for video games. Uh, 2 p.m. Escape rooms and immersive entertainment. Yeah, that actually sounds interesting because they're gathering a whole bunch of different people to talk about how they've built their own escape rooms. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just neat. Like everybody, I mean, I've never been to an escape room where I was like, yeah, this feels like another one that I did prior. Like, it may be that it's not complicated like one I did before, and so it's fairly easy to solve, but none of them are very, like, are themed in the same way, or the puzzles are exactly the same. It's it's normally pretty drastically different from the last one. And, like, one of my favorite things about the one we went to in KC was the dude that just was talking about how he built it. Uh-huh. And how, how all the cables he ran and all the coding he had to do and everything. Like, miles of Ethernet cables. So that interests me. Is four thirty afternoon or evening? Evening it's afternoon. It's, it's it's noon to five, my friend. Noon to five is considered afternoon. Yeah, you dingus. I don't know <laughs> these things. Come on, man. <laughs> he said it earlier. Uh, four thirty is for affording it. Yeah, oh, that was so that good yeah. last year. We're wasting yeah. everyone's time. Oh man! It was good one year. I it was bad last year too. I don't even remember. That means it must be bad. It was atrocious. Means him just laughed at it the whole time. I mean, nothing was as bad as the year that one girl was talking about weird like anime, like anime, like whatever they're called. Yeah, it was just weird. Like no one was laughing. 
No one was talking. People were just sitting there in awkward silence. It was weird. That's strange. Uh, there's all, there's the hidden gems one again, which always seems like a good one to have. I've never gone to it, so I don't know if it's any good, but <laughs> <laughs> I might. What? It's the hidden gems of PAX, you know? Seems like it could be good. Well, you've never yeah. gone. I've never gone. I think we're I think we're pretty good about finding that ourselves. We usually That's are. That's true. Yeah. Well, uh, at the one, same time. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Me? You? Yeah, you, me? you. Somebody. Anyone. Anyway. You, you? Me? Last yeah. one standing, The Rise of Battle Royale. Also at the same time as 404ing it. Isn't that just PlayerUnknown's Battleground? Versus and you can just walk Fortnite. away. Like Fortnite. You're done. Well, versus, if you're talking about uh, The Rise, it was Paladins. PlayerUnknown's Battleground. <laughs> they started it. Fair. Uh, that's not true, actually. Well... The rise of popularity. Okay, about, like the concepts, like sure. I still think the idea of what what is like the next zeitgeist in video games and what's like the popular thing is super interesting. So like kind of exploring why maybe this sort of genre has become such a thing lately. Just blown up, yeah. Is intriguing to me. I don't know if I'll actually go to it. Uh, anything else for Friday afternoon? There's one two-headed giant designing tabletop games with a partner. Um, the real reason I was interested in this one is because it has the two brothers who made Lay Waste Games. Oh, talking about it, which cool. is cool. People who made Dragoon. Um, and then a couple other people that I don't know. But hmm. they're talking about yeah how it how it helps to create games having someone different else. perspective yeah hmm. uh anything uh let's let's move on to friday night anything friday night i'm so hyped for this concert <laughs> even though i don't know what it's gonna be <laughs> is it literally well, you know just... the first two right what you know the first two acts right no Oh, it's all of it's mystery? mystery Friday night concert. We're working on something extra special for our Friday night oh. concert slate. Stay tuned. And okay. I've been tuned, my friends. <laughs> I want to know who it is. <laughs> Do they mean stay tuned like until it happens? I or don't like... know. I mean, at this point, it's really close. Maybe they mean stay tuned, like keep your instruments in tune because you're playing it. Because it's me. <laughs> Just walk on stage. Congratulations! Yeah, you're that the concert. You're, you all start singing now. <laughs> yeah, we ain't doing it. <laughs> uh, 5:30 p.m. is a panel called "Let's Rank It." Yeah, I read about that. I, uh, it sounds fun. Like it, it does, but it sounds like it's just so wide open. It, let's rank it. We'll answer the age-old question: What is the greatest thing of all time? Audience yeah, members what? submit things to be ranked. Things to be ranked. What? Yeah, is there yeah. a category? Audience member submission. I'm usually like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I've met the people who go to PAX. They're the worst. <laughs> the only oh panel God. where they're not that bad is video game idea submission. Yeah, yeah that's that because hilarious. the worse they are, the better the panel is. <laughs> yeah. so, so it works. I will never forget that one. Burn, baby, burn. Oh my god. We're on a conveyor belt. Oh my what a gosh. Game. Or the guy who walked up and he's like, so we all know that uh, Windows supports, how many do you say, 24? Yeah, 24. Yeah, 24 mice. So it's eight on eight on eight octopus battle. Three way octopus good. battle. Yeah. 
Then he freaking leaves. He was going to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to go, guys. What? We're, no. Yeah, this is just ranking literally anything you can think of. They'll rank it. Yeah, I don't. I, no. Is knife truck better than when Pusha T says yitch? I don't even know what that reference is. <laughs> How do you not know yitch? Everyone knows that. Are either of them better than the Raid 2? Let's find out together. Probably not. Answer, Raid no. Good. Raid 2 is great. It's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe that's just literally the entire panel. It's just talking about yeah. those two specific things and whether or not they're better than Raid 2. We should just answer that for them, and then they don't even have to have the panel in general. I'm pretty sure we just did. It's like Raid 2 wins pretty much every year until the Raid 3 comes out. <laughs> Man, I really hope Anamanaguchi shows up for the Friday Night concert. I would be so happy. They were The first year I went, Anamanaguchi played, and they were fucking awesome. I loved them. Yeah. Music is great. I don't know if I talked about this, but the main guy just came out and he had like a potato sack minion suit the whole time. <laughs> I was just like, hey, yeah, we're Anamanaguchi, let's go. <laughs> it was very oh, surreal. What if they had sex by bomb? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, like what? Michael Sarah? Yeah. Or like, yeah. <laughs> or exactly. <laughs> That would be amazing. Oh my god, dude. I'm not gonna lie, a part of me is hoping it's like Starbomb. Oh, or yeah. Or like sure. Ninja Sex Party. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I'd be so happy, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> as long as it's not okay, I love the Proto Men, but they have done the last two years. Yeah. And that's too many. I feel like it won't be, but uh, when they just almost say certainly it, not gonna them? be Proto Men again. Who, yeah. Maybe they're like People are going to be upset if we tell them it's Proto Men again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's slow roll them. Do they do a good job of making it feel like a concert in that room? Yes. Okay. The Proto Men concert was fucking lit. The okay. orchestra performance that was like two bands before <laughs> them was a little less so, but. Okay. I might go. I might go. I've been talking about going the last couple of years, and I just have never done it because I've always been busy in line or playing board games here and there. But right. it just sounds fun. It's I love it. It's probably it might be like my favorite part almost every year, except the first year where everything was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, rip in pieces first year. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe we should just skip a year. Yeah, how dare we already have our tickets? <laughs> it's too late. I'm not saying this year, but I was also just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Saturday morning. Anybody no, no, anything? I got, I got what? Some what do you got? What do you got? What so do you got? There's Super Art Fight, which I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It's like an art competition, where they like are people artists are like drawing on a board, and then they have to like draw over the other artists' stuff to make it like. Go I don't like it. It's like a fight. I don't know how to explain. Nicole, it really Nicole actually that. used to used to do these. Used to do yeah, these. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think she does anymore because she like moved to Washington, but know about them oh okay cool cool yeah so it's never like been a to one. competition over a period of time they just swap boards or what like they have a big whiteboard i think and two people are like fighting they, they're given like a topic to, to draw and then i think they're given multiple topics after that to draw over the other person's drawing to try to like beat it or change it in a way without actually like you know erasing it or anything Wow. I don't know. It seems really interesting. You better wake up creative it, that so. day. Well, yeah. I'm not. It's I'm one of those not, days where you just. I'm just saying, it's one of those days where you hit a wall and they're like, draw this. You're like, uh. <laughs> yeah. 
And then there's Giant. another one, Mike Selinker and some guy's name I don't know. Talk about um, Apocalyptica, the game that oh, uh, yeah. Mike Selinker made, I guess. Um, and they're like battling over it, talking about however how how it's. One guy says it's moral, a morally bankrupt genre. So I guess he's going to argue for that. miscreants. For mm. miscreants, yeah. Wow. You don't like it? So I'll see. I'll see what I'll see what it's like. Because it's Mike Selinker, the guy that made Thornwatch and Betrayal. Right. Well, he didn't. He didn't make Betrayal, did he? Yeah, he helped make Betrayal. Well, he did. He did one of the haunts for the second part, right? Mike Selinker? No, he was like he like helped make Betrayal. Did he? I did not yeah. know this. Yeah. Not Learn something new every day. Not the Penny Arcade, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Giant bombs panels that night. No one oh, cares. Man. At 8 p.m. Oh, yeah, we go into that. It was so Woo! good last time. Boom. <laughs> I like you haven't gone. You haven't gone in at least two years. Yeah, it's because I yeah, went once. We went... It was the worst thing I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> it was. T- the, it was not good. One year at all. that Alex and I went, just the two of us, it was amazing. It's because you guys were just giving each and other the... handies in the back row. <laughs> I we were know. also doing that, but that didn't. <laughs> it didn't detract from the show. It was great. There was a band. It was just like freaking marched halfway in through the room. Like, what what was even going on? There was, there were people pranking each other, essentially. It was great. It was much better. Every year since has just been, I don't know, that one year that I went, they talked about how this one guy is immature for about an hour straight. (laughs) Yeah. That was the joke. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was Dan. Dan's gotten better. He's growing up. The show hasn't gotten better though. He did get so, married at Taco Bell though. Yeah, wow. He's the first. He's the first person to get married at Taco Bell. That's just. They they paid for his wedding. They like flew him out to the fancy Taco Bell, which is somewhere. <laughs> that exists. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like this new thing that they're gonna start doing, and he was like the first one to get to have it happen. Yeah, I actually heard about that Taco Bell marriage thing. I didn't know it was his, but it was like newsworthy. Yeah. That's their, the name of their panel is Giant Bomb is in this room right now. It's a good name. So you know about how, like, you... It is a pretty good name for a panel. <laughs> Can I just say I love that even <laughs> though Chad's not in the podcast, he still gets to be in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite part. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Saturday morning. Anybody, anybody, anything Saturday morning specifically? There's one called Crunching the Car... Oh, I guess that's noon. Dang. Yeah, fuck off with that. <laughs> well, morning's weird because I feel like panels don't start until at least 10, so there's two hours. Yeah. Sorry, okay? <laughs> I tried to break it down, and I screwed it up. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't think about it before that either. Yeah, no, I don't really have anything. I was going to say the Penny Arcade make a strip, but it's basically just like a Q&A with them, and they're just funny people. Yeah. So it's... You know, it's good, but it's not like, oh, my God. Yeah. Got to get that. I like the idea of the you've died of dysentery, meaningful gaming education, but I just feel like I could not sit through that and listen to people talking about using games in educational environments. Yeah. I've had I can't tell you the number of times I've had conversations with Shay about how different video games I've played would be really great learning tools for different classrooms. Um. Like the what's the game, Alex? That's just about nuclear holocaust. Uh, Fallout. No, it shows Stalker? like a map of them launching nukes all over the planet. Oh, 
Yep. I know what you're talking about. It starts with a D. <clears throat> like Doomsday or something? I don't know. No, that's definitely not it. Great one. And then the one where you're like pick, <laughs> picking people like who's going to come into the country and who's not going to come into the country. Papers, please. I know that one. Papers, please. Papers, please. A great <laughs> example of like how to use a video game to teach students about just culture and like the dynamic of like actually bringing people in the country. I think it'd be a cool concept. I just don't know that I could go sit through an hour and listen to that. How right. do you guys you guys were talking about searching for specific people. How, how do you do that? There's just a search function outside of the like you click the menu button and then there's a search in the top left. Menu button. Are you on the app? Sorry, I did on the No, app. I'm on the web page. Don't know. Okay, so I need the <laughs> fucking other thing. Okay. Just because uh games and education is something one of the extra credit guys talk about, and he is like my favorite person. He's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to anything he has to say. What's his name, Aaron? Just James now. Mm. Oh, James. That guy's yeah. awesome. I know. <laughs> He's like a genius. I he love really that, is. Man. No. But yeah, games and educate. Damn it. <laughs> Not part of the panel. Ugh. Is he like. It's called Def there's, Con. there's two people. There's a. Def, Def Con. Con. Thank you. There is a specific teacher uh, and then a developer for Black Box. It's going to be at the panel. Uh, that guy is not at PAX, Jake. No. I feel like it's a weird environment for that. Like that seems like something you'd want to watch a documentary on some night when you're just like chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Instead of like being hyped up at PAX and you're like, let me go learn about this games and education. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm thinking about Caleb. You know how you really wanted to talk about Nier Automata like an at, like ages ago? Yeah. There's an extra credits episode on it now. Is there really? That I wanted to watch, but I was like, ugh. I'm yeah, play you it. don't want to watch it yet, probably. I do not, but you can watch if it. We mo- if we move into Saturday afternoon, there's <laughs> a panel for that. <laughs> Is there? Near yeah. Automata, one year anniversary celebration. Shit. A panel Join key members it? of the Near Automata team as they celebrate the first anniversary. What the heck is that panel going to be? I don't know, but I'm kind of excited. They're just going to be like, yeah, we released we, a we game a year it. ago. Yeah, we made the shit out of that. Damn. Um, seemed pretty good. <laughs> People What'd liked you guys it. Think? Uh, the, pro- the main problem I have with that panel is that at, overlapping with it is Maestros of Video Games, which uh, Darren Korb's going to be at, mm. who's a freaking genius when it comes to soundtracks. Oh my god, that might be mm. the audio panel to go to. Yeah, probably. I didn't even thinking. mark that one. How did I miss yeah. this? I. I looked at it and I was like, oh, maybe this is interesting. And then I saw Darren Corbin and I was like, all right, I'm going to that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. So he's oh, super Bastion, He's the one who did Bastion. Transistor, Pyre. Oh, okay, okay. You okay. know, I, <laughs> I met him one year at the Supergiant yeah. booth. There's actually later that day, there's a, um, or maybe the next session. day, there's an autograph session with them, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got them all to sign my, um, it was like Transistor. Transistor I got like a poster. Yeah. I like bought it and they all signed it. Like the dude who does the voice, the dude with the voice. Yeah, I was the like, voice oh my guy. god, him. That's pretty sick. <laughs> was the girl there though? She was not. That's sad. Yeah. Her voice is amazing. It's insane. Not uh, that his isn't, obviously. From Saturday afternoon. Uh there's okay, I don't know if you guys saw this. Permadeath of video game opera. No. That's, that's there. Every part of that sounds stupid. So I feel like that's worth bringing up. They actually have 
an augmented reality app that you can use, I think, during the opera. What? I'm already it, just like not interested. Is it the Dark know. Souls of live singing weird. performances? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Only go to things that are the Dark Souls of other things. <laughs> and then there's um, crunching the cardboard analytics and tabletop game dev, which is talking about um, how you balance board games and how you know when they're initially made, they're terribly unbalanced, awful things to play. Yeah. Okay. That, did anybody... that one could be pretty cool. Did anybody see the 2 p.m. panel that's titled Wisdom Tree? Bad unlicensed Christian NES games of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> Literally, this guy is going to cover the rise and fall of uh, Wisdom Tree, which was a company that made games that I, I remember playing some of these in the 90s. Um, that's literally what he's covering. There's Let's Fight Over the Best Pokemon. Yeah, that sounds like a productive uh, panel. Yeah. yeah. Good use yeah. everyone's time. The panel where they try to fight over what the best Pokemon is. It's Pikachu. He's the main <laughs> character. That's why he wins. Done. Yeah, you We've, can, We're solving you so, much so time. many panels for them. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. They should call us before they put it together. I know. They'll be like, here's the panel we're going to do. It's like, we're done. We already solved it. <laughs> really should. Is this a... Uh, anything else from uh, Friday afternoon? Perfect. Nope. Friday evening. Let's move into Friday evening. The only thing I have Saturday? is Captain Sona. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Cool. Just making sure I didn't skip a day. Or, sorry, Saturday. Saturday. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm probably also going to Captain Sonar. Because that would be a cool Megaton to see. Powerglove's performing Saturday. I don't actually know what they are, though. Don't know. Like, I know what a Powerglove is. Is that in the jam space? No, that's like the concert. Oh, okay. In the concert. Well, they're the ones who were also performing on Thursday night at that <coughs> event. Right, right. Instrumental so only power metal, metal cover, cover band. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Instrument only. Hmm. That is what instrumental means usually. So they're going to be like, what was that band that everybody always had to play? It was like the hardest song. Uh, Dragon Force was not an instrumental band. Dragon Force. I know, but I'm saying it's like Dragon Force, but without any lyrics. I'd still listen to it. (laughs) Its original EP was Total Ponage. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Followed by Metal Combat with a K, obviously. That's pretty good, actually. (laughs) Actually, they're pretty cool. I might check that out. I say after listening to like five seconds of their music, but still, I'll check it out. They toured with Psycho Stick. That band sounds familiar. I've I got nothing for you. Okay. Figured you'd be the one to know anyway. Wow. Did I just get typecast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you guys, but other than like maybe the concerts, there's like nothing going on Saturday night. Yeah, Sound not really. any good at all. I don't have yeah, anything after four. Yeah, well, sorry, other than the Captain than Captain Sonar Megathon. Right. Yeah. Which Sam will totally still be in. We're crossing our fingers. I believe if he that. is, he loses in that round. <laughs> Called shot there. <laughs> You're calling it right there. All right. <laughs> Sam, we know you listen to this. 
But it's like, I mean, unless his team care, like, how are they going to do it in teams? Maybe and just eliminate yeah, the one be. team. Well, that that's loses? how they did. Yeah. That's how they did last year too. They had a game where they played four on four at some point. Okay, and then so maybe his team carries him. Okay, that Crash will finger. be an even more stressful game of Captain Sonar <laughs> I hope than we play, have ever played. I hope like they play it real time tense. too. Oh, they do. They do. It, it is says, in real time. forced to communicate effectively in real time or face total annihilation. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, that's going to be just horrendous. It's going to be so, so they're, uncomfortable. They're ratcheting yep. up to real time and they're also ratcheting up to being in front of a giant crowd and being <laughs> for a prize. All right, listen. I feel like if he makes it to that round, we as a group on Friday oh, yeah, night we're need to, to play Captain Sonar so that he's prepared. <laughs> oh, no. In real I was time. told that if I bring no. the game to PAX, then I'm kicked out. <laughs> yeah, Sam and I like both something told like that. him that we will not, under okay, any circumstance, good. play Captain Sonar. At okay, good, 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 good. Okay, well, great. What about if Sam has to? Well, we should probably <laughs> sort of a different situation. Under any circumstance, he's like, "Sorry, I'm opting out, guys. I'm, I'm not playing this Megathon round." <laughs> I mean, he should probably practice. That's what I'm saying. No, no. Get if he gets that round, he needs well, to practice. be practicing with me. I guess you're playing with six people because you're not playing with eight. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on to uh, Sunday morning. I have literally one thing on my schedule on Sunday. One thing. One thing. The 40 tabletop games you must play. Probably I'll end well. up going to that because it's probably they're gonna have to go through those so fast. That's true. It's only like an hour usually. Top All right, here's number 40. All right, here's number 39. Oh, sorry, <laughs> we don't have time for questions. Here's number 38. <laughs> they're just literally gonna read from a list. It's I mean, I'm sure really they'll talk good. about oh, these are like the bottom ten, and then we'll talk about interesting ones as we go. But Hmm. It's still it could be cool still. Okay. Um the one thing that popped out to me is 1:30 p.m. Homestar Runner games games games. Did anybody ever watch any of the Homestar Runner videos when it was like a thing? I was aware of their existence, so that kind of counts. <laughs> yeah. I remember that from high school going through and watching all the Homestar Runner video games, but I haven't heard about them since man, probably then. It's probably been a while. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they've been up to at all. Yeah, and they come back recently and have like a new animation. Relatively recently, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Because that one of the lay waste guy, games guys is going to be there too. Oh, that panel. Remember, are we just opening up all of Sunday? Since yeah, it's kind of a pretty much one. at this point. Opening. I'm up all a little Sunday. curious about the psychology of the Legend of Zelda franchise. I'm always a little hesitant to do the psychology ones because it's usually like, oh, heroes are dumb in video games. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I needed you to tell me that, but it could be interesting, especially I don't know how familiar you guys are with Zelda in general, but there's a theory that I've always kind of found interesting that the different towns in Majora's Mask and kind of the game as a whole reflects the various stages of grief Mm. and that there's also kind of a parallel theory, I guess, that at the very beginning, Link actually dies. And this is him, like, going through to the afterlife and, like, moving through the stages of grief until eventually accepting it at the end. Interesting. So, hopefully they'll talk about that. That'd be cool. Deep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That could be fun. Of course, I'd have to miss how to get your tabletop game signed by a publisher. <laughs> which presumably is, ask them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else you can really say. 
Yeah. Go to that house. panel too. Another yeah, saw panel. You're saw. killing it, Jake. Man, we really Jeez should. Christmas. That's next year. I'll like I'll go through beforehand and be like all the ones I can just eliminate immediately. Jake, what you should do is you should submit a panel idea that is that for all of the other panels. <laughs> Eliminating oh my extraneous panels. What yeah. a wonderful panel idea. <laughs> that actually would be very fun. That feels I feel like that's something they would actually entertain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like a panel that would exist if yeah, somebody you, with like a name that what are about? Where the is recognized. The... Yeah, we're we're the we're what the, are we right the fuck are we called? <laughs> uh, anything else on Sunday that anybody saw specifically? No. Wonderful. No. Um, let's jump into a couple other things before we before we're done here. Uh, is anybody playing in any tourneys this year? No. I'm not good at video games, guys. I, know, <laughs> I don't know how know. to tell you this. I know. Alex, you gonna play in like a FPS tourney? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best FPSer. Yeah. <laughs> I just they have like a lot this year, and I they I've do. always I'm wanted actually, to play, but I'm gonna be in that PUBG uh, tournament that's oh. gonna be in the arena main stage <laughs> that's, thing. That's that's yeah. Are you? Yeah, I'm the best PUBGer. I don't know if you heard. The best PUBGer. Yeah, wow. I have a very okay. large Twitch following. Look me up. Alex, Aaron, are you, neither are you going to the Drop Mix one? The making of Drop Mix? I saw I that. I that have caught one of your attentions, at least. Uh, wait, have you guys played Drop Mix? Yes. Yeah. Is it dope? It's really it's cool. Dope. I thought about buying it. It's so freaking expensive. It is very expensive. Yeah. But it sounds super dope. And the other problem is... I could is, bring it, maybe. I know that like yeah. none of my friends would play. None of my friends in Kansas City, none of them would be like, ooh, that sounds like a really cool game. Or like, no. we we live near each other now, so maybe I could just bring it over sometime. Yeah, we could just... Shut up! Yeah, that sounds pretty uh, good. No, bring it with you to PAX, if you can. I think it'd be fun to play. But we'll play it before that. You can also play it before that. mad. Shut up. I hate all of you. It's a large box. Uh, I'll so. see if I can fit it, fit it somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I don't any other but nobody's planning on playing tourneys. Okay. Um booth wise, is there anything specifically that anybody that popped up on anyone's radar that they were like, yeah, I'm Dude, we're what definitely games gonna are stop even coming booth. out this year? Like I don't even know. Kingdom Hearts I mean, 3 Far allegedly. There. I hate okay. I don't like when games <laughs> that are already out are there. It happens yeah, every well, year. But I'm always like, yeah. this is a waste of my time. I don't care. I, bet, I wonder if the Away Out guys are going to be there. Just that one guy running around packs being like, it's the best game. It's so good. You can you cannot get all the way through this game and not like it. I don't know. Like, there's like some big AAA games that are coming out, but I don't care about those at packs. Right. And any of the smaller stuff, I don't really know. I wonder if Ape Out will be there. If they'll be like, yeah, that we didn't put it out last summer. <laughs> it's still, it's still here. Pretty sure on the Steam page, it still says summer 2017. Oh man, that I was really hilarious when we game. found that. We found it in like December. It still said summer 2017. Oh, now it says summer 2018. <laughs> Go save, boys. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, they did put out a couple of their games out of that booth. Their Ruiner came out, and um, yep. Mr. Shifty came out. Oh, Mr. Shifty, Shifty, good game. Great yeah. game. Uh, yeah, I'm mostly just excited about finding new stuff, though. That's what I do every year. 
Yep. Uh, and then I come home with see... huge list of stuff that I just put on my wish list on Steam. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> did everyone see that there is a Facebook booth? No. Oh, they're getting into streaming, I think. That's probably why they're there. Oh, I was wondering what was going on with that. Yeah, a few YouTubers I really like, like, got picked up by Facebook to mm, do, like, streaming. Yeah. yeah. Like, ES, all of ESL stuff, they're in a um, uh, contract to stream on Facebook only right now. Interesting. Everybody, everybody's so mad about it. <laughs> they don't you know, want to go on Facebook to watch stuff. I think my favorite part about looking at the Expo Hall floor every year is seeing how they're really minimizing the big size booths and really just putting in a buttload of really small indie game booths. I feel like yeah. that is just expanding every year. I remember the first time we went, it was just like an uh, indie area and it was fairly small in the sort of center back. And now it's like the entire second half of the video game section is just indie game stuff. And maybe, I mean, sure, some of it's like some of those are fairly large producers of, of games, but or fairly large developers, but they're not AAA titles. They're not, you know, thousands of thousands of dollars booths, huge, that you'll never get into standing in a line forever and ever and ever. It's something you can actually go play and spend time talking with the devs about. Um, Squeenix has a really big booth this year, did they? Oh, well, you know why hearts. Squeenix might have a big presence yet, Dingus? I thought it before anybody said it. Jesus Christ. So it's fine. It's not fine. Uh, that fig game I was talking about earlier, I think their people have a... No, no. Might Did... be thinking about the wrong thing. Wait, is We Happy Few going to have a booth again this year? Oh, man. They shouldn't. They've been there for like four <laughs> years. Yeah, when's that game coming out? Never. This year. Shit, that's it's cool. in May, I think. I what think about um, Flippin' Death? Is that game oh out? Oh my gosh, yeah. I don't Death. think so. Because that game's, I mean, I See, love wait, to the man. What about that game that's never ever coming out because it doesn't have a release date, but we all loved it and spent time talking with the devs forever? Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> no, it's four, it's, it's four on four. It's red versus blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, due process. Due process. Due process. Never coming out. <laughs> I mean, they were there at PAX like two years ago, I think. They weren't even there last year. Yeah, they no, weren't they there were. last year. Well, I wonder what their studio is called. I forget now. I can't remember. So, bad news about Flippin' Death. The release date is to be announced. Yeah, sad day. So, rip that Giant enemy crab. Love it. How'd I forget that? <laughs> what a good name. <laughs> Yeah, they still haven't even uh, announced the alpha test for due process. Oof. <laughs> so they're making they're making progress. Yeah, they're not gonna be there. No, they want to let Rainbow Six Siege die down before they put out their game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just as we sort of wrap this up, is there anything else outside of PAX? Other things we wanted to make note of for PAX East this year? Anybody anything no. had, had on their radar? Nope. Not even a little bit. Hey. All right. All right. <laughs> Short and simple. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Just for you. Uh, well, maybe this year we will uh, actually find another one of those hidden things where we go take a bunch of photos of random stuff and actually do it since we didn't do it last year. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I doubt it. Exactly. I told you we weren't going to end up doing it. We put it back. 
I have literally no idea what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was like this little like piece of paper we found in a little stand-up that had like information sheets in it, and it was for a uh, right. I don't remember what it was, what they called it. You like, had the responsibility of submitting it, right? Maybe. <laughs> we were given all the info and Absolutely all the pictures amazing. and everything. No. That sounds that sounds very accurate. Nope, that's not accurate at all. Aaron likes to take that responsibility on himself. Shut up, Caleb. <laughs> he just knew everybody would forget about it, so you don't have to worry about it. That's right. <laughs> Nobody cared. Jake doesn't even know what we're talking about. And then he Correct. brought it back up. That was the mistake. So anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> if you have not checked out our website, please do so. www.wearethehorizon.com. We also have a Facebook page. You can check that out there. Although, I feel like with the trend, guys, we need to, we need to chop that Facebook page. Get rid of it. Oh, Facebook is important. <laughs> Let's stream on Facebook now. <laughs> I hear that's blowing up. Yeah, blowing up. Uh, thanks so much. And then, uh, I guess the next cast we have will be our post PAX podcast. You can hear us then talk about all the things that we didn't actually do that we said we were going to do this cast. So uh, thanks so much. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, and Caleb Juno. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website at www.reclaimindustrial.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are the Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.